far as you're in control of the stories that will be written about you from the child's perspective when they're older. Like me and Alexis have stories because mm. this is what our fathers laid down. This mm. is what this is what it was. So if you don't want your kid to grow up and have a story of my dad didn't play with me or my dad, you have to write that now. You have to lean in and do these actions mm. uh, because, yeah, it's it, it w- what will be will be. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of This Adulting Sh- Is No Joke. I'm Lex. And I'm Tasha. And we are here. We are back mm-hmm. for our third episode. I'm proud of us, to be honest with you. I just yeah. wanted to say that. Mm. Like, if even if nobody is out there listening, <laughs> if we're talking <laughs> to you, <laughs> if no one's listening to us, I don't care. Because yeah, we're doing this. I'm more like... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm proud of us for sure. We're getting into the groove for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. So the third time felt a little easier to get started. It did, because you're like, "Are you gonna get it ready?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "It's ready." I'm, I'm let's go. <laughs> I'm in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're back. Literally, just got back today mm-hmm. from a little birthday family getaway in Oceanside, California. You. Oh, oh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we went away uh, for a few days <laughs> to celebrate uh, Tasha's birthday. I'm pretty sure anyone and everyone we encountered knows exactly how old she is, <laughs> how old I am, uh, because Thanks we have a kid Kalina. who, um, you know, likes to tell all my business, all the things, <laughs> all the things. So, um, but yeah, we had a good time. How, how did you have fun? I, that's the my biggest question to you is: Did you enjoy your time? Did you find I had a great joy? Time. Yes, absolutely. Just relaxing, seeing family, eating good food, being in nature. Yes, all of it filled filled my cup for sure. Thank you, baby. What would you say is your was your favorite part of the of the the mm. time that we spent? Mm. My favorite part. Was definitely soaking in the bathtub yes. <laughs> with the book. I'm so glad. so glad. Hearing ocean sounds and it wasn't a speaker; it was like real <laughs> ocean sounds. <laughs> that is so funny. Kalita was like, "Yeah, um, we don't have to tell Google to play ocean sounds. <laughs> we just opened the door and it was just like." <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, like "Wow, roaring. can we turn down or sound loud?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, God's good. We are blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Thank we made it home safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to spend time with uh, my family and um, and friends. And it was over. Um, it was over Father's Day. Can you believe? Yes, it? yes. Which really brings us to uh, you know this episode. I just felt so moved to to talk about Father's Day. You know, um, <laughs> I just Father's Day has never really been. Uh, on my radar you know I'm a I come from a, a single mom only child household 
Um, and so, you know, Father's Day would roll around and people would be like, oh, it's Father's Day. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy Father's Your father? Great. Father's, happy Father's Day, you know. But it's not anything that I have ever had to plan for because mm. it just wasn't on my radar. Mm-hmm. You know? That's your lived experience, sweetheart. But we do have a lot of father friends out there, so we do want to say happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Yes, absolutely. We have tons of fathers that, um, you know, show us what, what good fathers look like and Mm -hmm. um they're doing the things you know they're present Mm -hmm. um uh, fathers of all different races backgrounds everybody right and so um we we salute you on Mm -hmm. this day Mm -hmm. and um yeah i was actually while we were on vacation one lovely thing about vacation (coughs) is that um you know, you can find peaceful moments, right? We can take turns with the kiddo. And um, I had a chance to do some journaling on Father's Day, actually. And um, we're just thinking about the holiday again and how, um, you know, it's not really anything that's really at the top of my mind. But, um, and then just thinking about my, my story or with my father. I do, obviously, we all have a father. Um, not just the one upstairs, but <laughs> we all have a, a, a person that brought us into this world, uh, whether they're in our life or not. And, you know, I was just thinking about it and journaling and just thinking, I never really had um, a like negative thoughts or like anger or anything like that towards my dad not being around. Um, and it really wasn't until I would say maybe a year or so before my mom passed away that I actually learned about my (laughs) my unique birth (laughs) uh, story you know Um, it was my aunt actually my mom's oldest sister who just on a random phone call she was like you know you know you were born in a menage a trois I said what (laughs) I said what are you talking about so of course I have to call my mom Um, and yeah, so I guess what I learned after talking to, uh, my dad's ex-wife, um, which I, she, I found out through her that he had actually passed away last year and I was having like all these, you know, emotions about that, but, you know, just going back to how I originally found out about (laughs) like how my mom and my dad were really actually in a relationship, um, was a very uh, interesting encounter. Um, I guess I later found out they were what we call today a, a thruple. <laughs> is that is that mm-hmm. a three a couple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some sort of thruple situation. And um, and yeah, they uh, I guess my they wanted my mom to carry a baby for them, and um, she agreed. And when it came down to after carrying me for nine months, my mom said, this is my child <laughs> and I, I'm going to keep her. And so, yeah, it was, it's very, um, I haven't told that story to very many people. So if there is anybody listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think about how, I mean, we're all humans. We all have very different experiences with fathers or how we experience fatherhood, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's just so much, so many different stories out there, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's glad um, it's good that we're sharing ours. Yeah. Uh, that is a very unique story. <laughs> very unique. Yeah. One and only story I've heard like that. 
<laughs> I bet there's not very many like that. Um, but yeah, my, I mean, uh, essentially from what, you know, my dad's ex-wife shared with me was that, you know, my dad really wanted to be a father, um, but he didn't want to just be like a father that was a weekend father. He wanted to, you know, have a child and, um, and my mom apparently wanted to be a mother and I am so, 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 so grateful for mm-hmm. my mother. Um, anybody that knew her, she was, uh, a spirit that I feel so blessed to have been able to encounter you know on my life journey because she she was just an amazing person and anyone that talks about her hears about her they'll likely tell you the same thing I don't I haven't met anyone that has had anything negative to say about my mom and so that is um that's always nice right to have that that connection but um and I wanted to say that your mother yes is um just touched so many people especially you and she like is so strong in you in everything that you do so i think that's a beautiful thing too mm-hmm. cuz god's blessed you with that like you carry her legacy on in the person that you're being today yeah i mean i mean and just to, to that point right she's never talking about fathers right she's never spoke negatively about my dad so which is probably why i in my reflection i i don't recall ever having any negative emotions toward this person right um i knew of him i met him once when i was like 13 or something like that um and that was it where was that at? uh it was here you know we met um in person uh my they just went to court you know for um some adult stuff right (laughs) and so i mean at 13 i'm just i'm just there you know i meet him and it was, I don't remember wh- what feelings I had at that time. I was 13, but, um, you know, it it was what it was, right? And that was the last time that I saw him in person. Um, and it wasn't until, like, I want to say, like, 2021 or something. I just I kind of started having these feelings that I, I want to try to, like, reach out to him. You know, my mom passed away what, in 2014, and so... Um, I, I just had this feeling. And so I started, you know, u- utilizing Facebook, trying to find as much as I could. And I ended up finding his ex-wife and she was the one who told me, um, you know, that he had passed away just like <laughs> a few months, you know, mm-hmm. prior to me connecting, uh, in like, I think I connected with her in like November or something. He had passed away in like August from some like freak accident. Basically it wasn't anything like he wasn't ill or anything. It was just some situation right so um that that when that happened I I I didn't feel like like I said there was no negativity towards him so I didn't feel like oh good riddance or whatever or you know you should have been there I could have helped you or Mm -hmm. none of that Mm -hmm. it was just um kind of sadness really Mm -hmm. it was sadness that like I would never get a chance to have a conversation with him right and and even I don't even know what that conversation would look like. It wouldn't be I wasn't going to like drill him with questions of why this, why that. It was just I just wanted to know the person, you know, uh, to see if him and I had any similarities of, you know, whatever, <laughs> you so know. Um, so but um, yeah, so not being able to hear what his laugh sounds like or what his favorite color was or what his interests were. Right. But um, fortunately, um, I found Mm -hmm. some cousins 
right, um, from that side of the family that I've, you know, gotten into contact with, which has been awesome. And yeah. I hope, you know, to continue to mm, build relationships with them mm-hmm. and get to know, you know, hear stories about him and maybe to have video footage of him <laughs> or something <laughs> so I can so cool. like see, you know, him and hear yeah. him. And that would be really cool for me um, yeah. to just have that as a part of like my knowledge and i just want to say i think your reaction to like learning about his passing and then seeing you know yes it brought a little bit of sadness but also the way you reacted speaks to so much about how you who you are like that just gave you sadness you just like were thinking about how it would be about your connection and relationship what it would look like and now that opportunity is not there you don't hold any animosity towards him of like why did he never try to reach out not once Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. your mind didn't even go there right so that speaks so much too about who you are honey but anyways um i am really sad that you don't get to ask him questions or learn more but i wrote down joy because it's also joyous that now we have this new extended family through him Mm -hmm. and they were all so excited oh yeah to learn about what they knew about you which is interesting and fun but excited the possibility of this new relationship yeah because what i received was just so much openness uh willingness to want to connect you know learn about me and who i am and um to learn that you know one of the cousins lives right here in this city (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like less than you know two miles away it was mind-blowing right and so um everything happens for a reason what what those reasons are it's like who are we to question it but you know, we can't help it because we're humans and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm just grateful really yeah. for, um, the experience you've had. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And everyone, again, is so drastically different yeah. experiences. Right. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with mine. I do have a father. I have a, when I think about my father, I think of a someone that loves me to the tenth degree, to infinity and beyond, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But the unique situation is that he is caught up in a system that this world has created as the new slavery, which is incarceration. And unfortunately, he has been ripped from my life at a very young age. Um, he is from Louisiana. He came out here with my auntie when he was 18. She was here and he just wanted a new place, new opportunity, um, but was faced with, as you can imagine, a lot of adversity and lack of opportunity, not get taken a chance on. So he, he, um, you know, went towards petty crimes, you know, trying to make a buck things like that, and got caught up in the system, wrong place, wrong time, and uh, yeah, got ripped from me um, twice, unfortunately, Um, and so I've already, you know, we've done a lot to, you know, battle the system, it's just, it's like, no use, they've thrown away the key, it's the worst thing ever, but the one thing I can say about my father is that he just loves me so much. Even from afar, I feel his veil of love, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's the type of person that when I used to get a paper cut 
he would cry. Or if I smashed my finger in the door, he would cry. Or if I was crying because I didn't want him to go to the club, I want him to stay home and snuggle with me, he would cry because I'm crying that he's leaving. Uh, yeah, he's just a fantastic man. Um, but unfortunately, he didn't get a shot at living in this world and providing for himself and his family and uh, turning to things that just got him into bigger things that, you know, took him away. But um, I think the beautiful part, too, to my story is that other men stepped up, mm -hmm. like my um, my father's sister's husband, so his brother-in-law, my uncle. My uncle has, and honey, you were talking about this too, how um, there's father figures that we found in our lives that weren't necessarily our direct line of father, um, but just shown up, showed up for us, mm -hmm. giving us that unconditional love, giving us that guidance or that like lead in intentional relationship. Mm -hmm. Which mm -hmm. is, that's a beautiful thing. It's, it makes me emotional. Yes. Thinking about them and how they did that for us right absolutely i mean you mentioned your uncle right and it's an uncle for me too um and the interesting thing about my uncle is uncle terry right he um he's the closest thing that i view as a father right but he's not my only uncle right he's not the only male figure in my life but i think the interesting part about you know our situations is that we not having that present, that constant father in our life, then we had the opportunity to then choose who we wanted to fill that position for us, right? And, and with that, we're able to um, choose a person that we feel like meets the criteria that matters most to us. You know what I mean? And so... I mean, when it comes to Uncle Terry, like I was just journaling about it, um, <laughs> like I said, on vacation and just in reflecting on it is that, you know, he is in my childhood. He 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 showed up, you know, he was there. He he showed up in a fatherly way for me. Um, he taught me things. He took me places uh, and not just in childhood. He continues uh, to, you know, bestow his knowledge, um, his his guidance uh, his support and his love, that one. And then it's not just for me now either. It's for my family, right? And, um, you know, my wife and my child. And he, it's his, the love that he shows me and them is unconditional, right? And that is like one of my terms, <laughs> I think. Or one of my criteria when I think about a father, it should their love should be unconditional, right? Which is, it sounds like, you know, the way you describe your dad, absolutely he loves you unconditionally regardless of his situation, his love for you is a constant and hasn't changed, even if he hasn't been here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so through him, right, through your father, um, you know, his sister, and then, you know, onto your, your uncle, he was able to fill that for you, right? But mm -hmm. your criteria is likely much different than my criteria, but whatever that criteria is, he met the needs mm -hmm. uh, to fill that position for you. And I think you'll agree with me when I say I know you're you're saying like we have a choice, which earlier I was like very much agree, but I also think you'll agree when I say that we know this was God. Mm -hmm. God chose for us who he needed to put in 
position and in place for us and what we needed at that time. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, yes, our higher being has designed us and knew exactly what we needed, which was that unconditional love, which, you know, was that intelligent, smart person that would help guide us on buying our first cars or buying mm -hmm. our first what have you, <laughs> investing. Um, Uncle Terry laughs about that. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I wanted just to say it's it's more around that di divine in, in, in intervention mm -hmm. um, from God that put these people in places um, that supported us. And I'm just so blessed that we had that and that we were open to that and we weren't closed off to that love and we really poured into it too because mm -hmm. we saw the genuine you know, love that came from Uncle Terry and Uncle Hez and mm -hmm. Uncle Sonny and my Uncle Gilbert. It was just so real and so genuine that we, you know, gravitated to that and nourished that and made them make sh made sure they felt the love that we also carried for them mm -hmm. and the hugs that we gave and yeah. the time that we spent, you know. Yeah. I mean, even when I saw Uncle Terry this weekend, you know, he... He was also saying, I just can't believe, you know, he can't believe I'm almost going to be 40, not quite your age <laughs> yet. <laughs> but, but, you know, he just remembers, uh, you know, mm. I was probably one years old uh, when his brother married my aunt. And so he's been in my life that long, the same, yeah. you know, the same amount of time. So mm -hmm. um, he's watched me grow. You know, he was also really close with my mom um, for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and he always, again, he has nothing but positive things to say about her. Um, and you know, I never really asked him like if he ever felt like obligated to be there for me in that way. Um, but maybe that's a conversation that we can have, you know, one day, um, mm -hmm. to, to go that deep or if he just was just being the awesome person that he is because he is an awesome person. Yeah. Um, and, Again, that's one of my criteria. <laughs> I think that's one of my criteria when I thought about a father figure, when I, uh, which made me gravitate toward him. I just saw like that leadership. I saw mm -hmm. that kindness, that support, that providing uh, nature about him. Yeah. Um, and he was so willing to like bring me in, you mm -hmm. know, to his family and to be to be that person for me. Right. Um, you know, and I remember joking when we were younger, like, oh, you want to adopt me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, like, yes. you know, right. um, you know and, and I feel like a lot of our interactions, like, over the years, too, have been, you know, he told me, don't get student loans. Don't do it. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I got student loans. And now it's it's not a running joke, but <laughs> it's it's one of those things of, like, you know, your dad will tell give you advice and ultimately you have the choice whether or not to follow it and then i have to now you know uh, the consequences are on me mm -hmm. right but he gave me the knowledge that he had the information that he had and i got to choose how i wanted to use it and so mm -hmm. um but you know i wouldn't i wouldn't change it i wouldn't i think maybe the work of like healing you know that we've been this journey of healing that we've been on for a while or just trying to find peace, um, I I think has helped me to realize that, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't change. I have I've, I've I'm grateful for the life. I'm grateful that um, I am an only child to a single mom. I'm grateful, um, you know, that I that my dad, what <laughs> well, you know, brought me into this world, whether he didn't get get you know got to keep me or not. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that interaction, whatever th that 
arrangement that they had was I'm grateful for it because without that I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be me you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I was just thinking as you were talking is like now that we are in our adulthood you know stage we really do see like the large role that these men do play and the, the weight that they mm. carry in the uh, imprinting of the children that are around us and so like you know these uncles that played that role the fathers that played that role mm-hmm. and now our friends you know we're, we're seeing our friends also be fathers mm-hmm. and I, I, I love how you're describing the behaviors or the characteristics of that uncle those that uncle Terry carried because that's exactly it like we see the ingredients to what great fatherhood is mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not found in all in one person Sometimes it's not found in a man because we're a single mom, but we see that it requires, you know, presence. Like you have to be intentional in spending time with the child. You have to help guide that child, like um, love unconditionally, you know, not made to feel like they're not unworthy or not. Because we've also seen what not to do because, you know, the, the lack of time spent sometimes from some fathers or um brushing over things and not helping to guide and help us understand like these are really important characteristics for a father or any parent to have mm-hmm. and we're realizing that even more so in our adulthood because back then it was just like meh, you know i mean it wasn't as heavy as we know it is now mm-hmm. like the role is really important to play in the or the characteristics or that just that presence of guidance of unconditional love that being is really required for all healthy human. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then just also thinking about how, you know, we have a daughter, right, that has two moms. Yeah. Um, and so she will also have to go on her own journey, right? She does have a father who exists in this world, right? I don't know what her relationship will be with him as she grows, um, but I do know that she'll likely be on a similar journey as us, right? Finding someone that is going to help guide her and and provide those qualities that a father should provide Mm -hmm. um but to say you know that we have the criteria for her no it's something that she has to decide for herself of what's important to her Mm -hmm. in a male figure and i think we also just have to stay prayful and that we continue creating the environment that's gonna like attract those male figures like our best friends to play step in and lean into mm. some of that space too to you know hopefully we just can create condition continue creating those conditions where a, a male figure or an uncle or whoever just leans in and gives her those type of experiences of showing her guidance from a male love ex- unconditional love and mm. all those wonderful wonderful safe characteristics mm. of a man you know what i mean right um I just pray that it will all work out, you know. I know she has, in the end, can choose who she wants to let in, but I hope that we guide her in the right direction, that it it will all work out. She will have the examples that she needs, and she already does. She's a wonderful uncle, um, biological uncle, and we have tons of uncle cousins, you know, like Mm. males that fit or in that age range who do want to help us nurture our child you know who's Mm -hmm. playing that role um so i pray that they continue Uh, and i believe it i i believe 
um, that we are doing a good job in surrounding her with positive, loving people mm-hmm. that want the best for her, that are encouraging her, that will help her when she needs it. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, setting the foundation for her to find yeah. um, that person. And, and I mean, I know that for us, like, you named at least three uncles, right? It's not may not <laughs> just be one person for mm-hmm. her. It may be multiple people that feel different um that's right. Mm, aspects of what yeah. a father should be for her, and that's fine too. Yeah, and I hope that you know if anyone's listening, that's really interested in like who's a father, and you know, far as you're in control of the stories that will be written about you from the child's perspective when they're older. Like when we and Alexis have stories, because mm. this is what our fathers laid down. This mm. is what this is what it was. So sorry, Dad, if you don't want me to talk about, you know, you got into petty crimes, but that's the story. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want your kid to w- grow up and have a story of, my dad didn't play with me, or my dad, you have to write that now. You have to lean in and do these actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, it's it, it w- what will be will be. Mm-hmm. So I hope that we're also inspiring people to lean in. I always keep using that word, but to that be intentional with the relationship that they're building with their child and you know knowing that it's going to be a lasting imprint everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah no kidding you Uh, and i are all examples of that our parents are a big reason of who we are today Mm -hmm. right one of the other things that i was reflecting about um was the fact that you know as we think about adulting right or becoming an adult how the perspective or the view of our parents evolve as we grow, right? So like maybe we're younger, we view our parents as heroes, uh, you know, or these invincible um, beings. Um, and then as you get in adolescence, maybe they <laughs> become the most annoying thing in, in your life, right? But I feel like as we move and in transition into adulthood, um, the view of our parents, it's almost like a veil gets lifted or we get to kind of peek behind that green curtain in Oz, you know, to see like the inner workings of it. Mm-hmm. And then we're able to just really view our parents as humans, as mm-hmm. people, right? And could you imagine, well, I can, right? That's why I feel like I've come to a place where I can imagine that if I'm feeling that this adulting sh- is no joke <laughs> right now, I can imagine they all p- they probably felt similar to mm-hmm. that, right? Um, and so trying to see it from that point of view kind of helps me find that peace, right? I don't, that's why I don't mm-hmm. think I had as much yeah. negativity toward like this concept of my dad or who, what, whatever the story was, because, right. um, because I'm, I'm on a journey of healing. I'm, tr- I'm on a journey mm-hmm. of trying to just be more accepting of like what the world is for what it is, as right. opposed to just hoping and wishing that it was something that it's not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, and mm -hmm. so I I really believe that you know if we're able to um, kind of get to a place of like forgiveness right Um, get to a place of uh, thinking about or approaching you know thinking about our parents with grace and giving them grace um, that we you know can hopefully find get past the anger get past the resentment uh, eventually, right, um, to find peace, and that's that's what I'm on a journey of. I feel like, um, yeah. and I hope that for for everyone, really. 
Um, I, I hope that we're raising Karina in a way that she has forgiveness in her heart, right? Mm-hmm. That she has, um, <laughs> like, <Please> Lord, forgive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. because you know, her situation is even more complex than ours, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I try. I mean, worrying is another topic we're going to touch on real soon here uh, as <laughs> we think about adulting. But I try not to worry too much about it. But it does. It's in the, my mind of like what the unfolding of her understanding of her, you know, coming into this world um, was or is and how she handles it. It's it's a, it's a perplexing. It's 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 interesting to me. And, and I'm 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 eager mm. <laughs> but nervous at the same time of of how she will process it all. But I, th- I think that quote of like, what will be, will be, will help <laughs> you, favorite baby. Thing. She's been saying that, oh, okay, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes, we, I mean, we know we can't worry about that. We just, all we can do is help, you know, guide and make the environment a good one and, you know, be as open as possible, communicate, love her. Mm-hmm. We're going to get her. She's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We're okay. <laughs> we are, we are. I mean, um, you know, at the end of the day. We appreciate our fathers and all the fathers out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the Your father hope. figures in my life, mm-hmm. the, the fathers that our friends uh, mm-hmm. have become, the fathers that our family members have become. I mean, I have some awesome fathers in my my first cousins, they're doing it. They yeah. are doing the father thing, and it, it looks amazing on them. And we know it's hard because we're doing the mothering thing, too, and it's <laughs> really hard. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. That's why we're here because <laughs> this adulting <laughs> is no joke. But yeah. at the end of the day. Um, what I tell my daughter, practice is pro- makes progress. Practice makes progress. We got this. And keep, we're going to get through it together. Evolving. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, everyone, <laughs> we're out of here. Thank you for listening. Peace.